Welcome to another edition of Record Roundtable, where we listen to and talk about a band. This week we're talking about gorillas. This is Caleb Robbins speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Jared. Tyler. And how did we feel about listening to Gorillas? It's pretty nice. Pretty nice? It's pretty nice. Uh, one, one of my favorite fake bands ever. Yeah. Could you have another fake band you'd like to mention? They're uh, not fake band. They're a virtual band. Yeah. Well, Dino Spumoni? Dino Spumoni. The, be- the Beats? You're just going to name Nickelodeon. Oh, it, the Beats are good? I had somebody else in mind. These are all the, um, the original, power line, the original virtual bands. What's the guy that Xenon? sings "Happy Happy Joy Joy"? Uh, that's from Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, isn't what's it? the guy's name? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I was thinking of the Monkees. That's not virtual. Mm, that's They're good, fake though. A fake band, he said. It's, he didn't say virtual. Yeah, but gorillas hired the gorillas. They, how is the gorillas a fake band? Because they, they were weren't. Fa- they weren't created. They're, they weren't created, created for uh, the novelty purpose of a television show. It's not a fake band like the monkeys are a fake band. I mean, it's you. pretty much the same. Thing. How dare you say how, that? About how them? how yeah. can you say that? We are in already starting on a, on a ridiculous What are you talking note? about? In every single way. What's that one group with really, bears? The name is even a reference to the monkeys. That's true. Just because it's an inspiration, he didn't. It, who or who is who is gorillas? Who is it? Yeah, who what? is it? Go ahead. Who is gorillas? It's Damon Albarn and that other guy. It's just Damon Albarn. There's another Musically. guy. He does his own things. Musically. And then he's got a bunch of other people. Right. Multiple special guests. Various people. Was, does, is, Damon, is Damon Auburn an actor? What's the other guy? What, what, what do you know about Damon Auburn? Was he in a band called Blur that put on a bajillion albums? He wasn't. Oh, he's going to tell you that that music is fake, too. What is, what is Your the logic is flawed. Name? Who's the guy who made all the characters? He did oh. all the art. Sure, he did the artwork, yes. Yeah. But musically, he didn't do anything, really. Right. At all, yeah, but right? the, it's like an equal share, I'd say. That you can say ah. that this isn't. You can say that this is an artistic endeavor where the visual is equally important to the group as the audible. But that does not make it a fake band like right. the way the monkeys are. Right. I think it makes it more fake. Really, they more didn't fake even. Than they the didn't monkeys? even go find the actors. They just drew them. I'm done talking to you. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand your argument at all. I don't understand yours. They. They are a fake band. They're a virtual band. Right. Yeah. They're a virtual band. They're. That's the new version of fake band. No. No. The Those monkeys. Are two different the monkeys things. had people who could play instruments, and they had songs written for them for a television show for the purpose of making money on network television. And gorillas what were about the made. Archies. Gorillas were made for the purpose of a band. Right. The band was the whole purpose of Damon Albarn doing Gorillas was his his like desire to experiment with music outside of what he was doing with right. Blur. Exactly. And so he want he had a lot of influence from like trip hop and electronic and music reggae and like and a lot dub. of different yeah, dub and a lot of different sounds and so he put that all into Gorillas. It's not a fake band. It's him wanting to do something right. different. And well, then he said, "You know, it'd be really cool if there was a a visual artistic portion to this." Where we can have people think that maybe it's a bunch of people, but they're all just you don't know what they look like because it's drawn out, and I can and I can promote another form of art and another artist well, in the happened? same manner. Jamie Hewlett, that's the other guy. They yeah. were roommates. They lived together. Okay. And they were watching MTV, mm-hmm. and they're like, "This is shit. Uh, why don't we just make a fake band that just shows all this shit up?" Were you there? I was there. I was sitting okay. on the couch with them. All right, hey, do you have a quote Beavis for that? Head stuff. I got it. I got it right here. If you watch MTV for too long, it's a bit like hell. 
not like shit, you idiot. Hell, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing of substance there. So we got this idea for a virtual band. Oh, Some- what? Oh, what? Something that would be a comment on that. Wow. Interesting. Weird. That your quote that you just pulled out was completely fabricated. It's okay, because it was not a quote. It was, I was a, just saying it, it was... A, they were based on the monkeys that were on MTV. But you said the that they were sitting around and doing this. But what really happened is exactly what he just said. Yeah. Which is what actually happened. Which is against what you're trying to argue. Right. Yeah, I, I didn't say fake. They said virtual. I don't think are. there's a big difference. There, there is, is a, a huge difference. difference. There's definitely a difference, especially a when you're talking difference. about a fake band is for some, a fake band is created for some type of profit outside of music. Yeah. Like, it's not even... I think I you're mean, downplaying the importance of gorillas by saying they're a fake band. I think you're missing the point. I got some TMZ stuff for you guys. Yeah? So, when Damon Alburn met Jamie Hewlett, it was because of uh, the guitarist Graham Coxon. From Blur. He, he was a fan of Hewlett's work. And he asked him to interview Blur, and uh, a band Alburn and Coxon had recently formed, 13, not Blur. 13 is an album by Blur. The interview was published in Deadline Magazine, home of Hewlett's comic strip Tank Girl. Hewlett initially thought Alburn was arsy and a wanker. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Despite becoming acquaintances with the band, they often did not get on. I love these little Britishy things that's happening in this quote. Yeah, I like it too. Especially after Hewitt began dating Coxon's ex-girlfriend Jane Oliver. Oh my God, they're all wankers. There's There's a a bunch of wankers. (laughs) (laughs) They were friends with each other, and he's like, "I want to date your girlfriend." He wants his own tank girl, apparently. Oh my God, tank girl very popular as well. Just saying. I'm glad I could break up that nonsense we were just talking about a second ago. Yeah, yeah. but I don't want any listeners to forget that Dax is wrong. I, I no. Shut your mouth. No, you don't have to show it. You can continue to speak. It's just a free place. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Are we really going to keep doing this the whole episode? We don't have to keep doing it. I just wanted to I like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Okay. Yeah, it's a good fake band. Virtual, if you will. Alvin, no. <laughs> Alvin and the Chipmunks is a fake band. Yeah. There wasn't that much band in it. They mostly yeah. just got into shenanigans, and the guy's like, ooh, I'm going to do all these Chipmunks and, and sweaters running around my house. Mm. There's a lot of people who I I just do not respect. My name is Earl was in that one movie. My name is yeah. My name is Earl. My name is Earl in the movie. Yes, that's what he's known. He's not known for many of the Kevin Smith films either. We're getting off track, gorillas. I have a little thing to share. Yes, if you want me to share it, sure. So, in the song "Kids with Guns," which apparently is maybe somebody's favorite song, I don't know. I don't know. know. I don't know who. I don't know. It features. I want to pause too. You do know, right? (laughs) You do know? I knew what. Okay. He does know. Go ahead. <clears throat> it features the singer Nina Cherry. Yes. Who sang the song Buffalo Stance. Whoa, that's almost like Buck Cherry. Her <laughs> Buffalo no. and Nina's and the Cherries. Her no. brother, uh, stepbrother, I believe, is or uh, brother. Yeah, I think it is stepbrother. Is brother, stepbrother, brother. Step Eagle brother. Eye Cherry, the one who sang the song Save yeah, Tonight. Yeah. What's his Look real name? His name is Eagle Eye Cherry. That's his name. <laughs> That's his name. His real name, so not much. his stage name. Is Eagle Eye is, is his first name? I I don't know how it's brought. Uh, Probably I don't know. Is that hyphenated it's... Eagle Eye or one word Eagle Eye? Hold on. Or Eagle middle name I. While you do your research, I'm gonna play some Kids with Guns because that is in fact my favorite song. So you did know. He did know. Wow. Easy does it. Easy does it. They got something to say. 
one of the other first bass lines that I learned when I played bass back in the days. So yeah. So here's my question, and it sounds like I know the answer for one particular person. Uh, how much is it difficult for you to separate the music that you're hearing from Gorillaz and separate the idea of the virtual band aspect of Gorillaz? Do you feel like... So can you, can you like look at the music, listen to the music, and not feel like you have to think about like the the cartoon based I don't yeah, I don't think you have to think about it in any way. I, I listen to the gorilla's music and I don't even factor in any of that extra stuff. Right. But I do think that it is important and like really interesting. Like mm-hmm. the extra things that you can get into if you want to delve into that in terms of like the the members of the band, their their backstory, their history, There's all of that. So and much in the terms way of the that their music videos like are you know cinematic masterpieces or whatever, and yeah. follow a bit of a storyline as well. Mm-hmm. And you know, like the the characters that are you know, like involved in all of that is you know it, it's and then like also back to the music part is the features that you have that Dell the Funky Homo Sapien has been a part of several songs, De La Soul. Um, you know, several, lots of people. Cherry, uh, I believe. Snoop Dogg, Danny Brown. I mean, but those, I mean, that's just like one song on one album, but I'm talking about like, you know, people that have been around a a little while or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dell was on two songs on the first record, I believe. That's correct. He was on Clint Eastwood and he was on Rock the House. Clint Eastwood, you say? Oh, did I say that? Oops. Here's what I'll say about Clint Eastwood. Please do. They, Damon mentioned that he didn't know if Clint Eastwood had ever heard the song, but he said, I'm sure Clint Eastwood would like the song. He's an intelligent man. Nice. But they never got any kind of confirmation that that he listened to it. We should ask him sometime. We should. If we ever get a chance, I'll ask him. I'll call him up real quick. Well, we know that Clint Eastwood listens to this podcast, so why don't we give him an opportunity to listen to the song? Please call in. Who wants to give the phone number on live? Oh, hold on. I got the phone number. We should get a Google number. number. I already made it. Yeah. I will say on record that that is my favorite gorilla song. Let's hear it. I ain't happy. I'm feeling glad I got sunshine. In a bag, I'm useless But not for long, the future is coming on I ain't happy, I'm feeling glad I got sunshine In a bag, I'm useless But not for long, the future is coming on It's coming on, it's coming on It's coming on, it's coming on Finally, someone let me out of my cage Now, time for me is nothing cause I'm counting no A's Nah, I couldn't be there Nah, you shouldn't be scared I'm good at repairs And I'm under each snare I like the story behind that one, too Mr. Dabalina So, Del the Funky Ghost Uh Uh-oh which is Del the Funky Homo Homo Sapiens' character in the music video is haunting Russell because Russell's friend, Del the Funky Ghost was murdered in a shooting and now Russell has to live with all of these ghosts mm-hmm. that like inside of his body. All of the rappers and all of the gorilla songs were his friends that got shot. Yeah. That's cool. Isn't that interesting? 
And mm. in the videos, you can see his eyes get all like ghostly and white when someone starts rapping. Yep. It's fun. It is fun. That's it's cool. You know why that was named Clint Eastwood? No. It's because it has a, a very similar vibe to the theme song to The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Shall we? That's why. Beautiful. 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 So let's get the take on the other two members here. What do you think about in terms of being able to separate the music from the cartoon aspect? I don't want to separate it. You don't want to? No, because I think it's, I think that, I, just like I said before, I think it's a decision to have an arti- uh, an audibly artistic portion and a visually artistic portion. Mm-hmm. And I think co- it's a collectively artistic expression out of one thing and i don't want to i don't want to have to separate i don't really care i mean it's not like every time i listen to it i think about it uh but i don't think they need to be separated i think it's important for them not to be separated in many ways dax it's it's a collaboration one wouldn't be as good without the other but you don't have to think about both when you're looking at one do you think that the music would be able to have become as popular as it did had it not been for the cartoon aspects, or would it have just been like a really tiny side project on Damon Albarn's plate? I don't think did? it would have been as popular. No. I don't think it would have existed at all. Like yeah. they both worked into each other. Yeah, I would agree with that. I, I don't. I don't know that it would have existed at all. I agree. Like I. I think that. I think that musically it's still very interesting on its own and it would not have necessarily needed it, but I don't know that it would have even been considered as something had it not been for the collaboration of both projects. So, yeah. Yeah. So, in terms of albums, I feel like we'll probably have a pretty sizable consensus, but I want to see where we stand. So, first album, thoughts. That's my favorite. That is your favorite? Yep. Okay. So you like all the like trip hoppy elements mm-hmm. that are on that one mm-hmm. as compared to like, because really the progression of gorillas in terms of their music is from each album, they become popular and popular. Yeah, right. And so it makes sense that like, if you don't like the popular elements of their sound, then you're going to end up liking the first album because it has the smallest amount of pop elements to it. But I know that Jared feels differently. I like Demon Days the most. I also like Demon Yeah, that's Days a really good. I that's my second. Yeah. It's a good album. I wasn't a huge fan of the Gorillaz album, like the first album. I like, obviously, I mean, my favorite song is Clint Eastwood. But I th- that also be- is because that's the first song I ever heard from them. It, like, blew my mind with the video and the cartoon aspect. I didn't know anything about Blur other than, I mean, I, I knew what song two was. But, I mean, I didn't think, hey, that's that guy from Blur. I just saw, like, a cartoon band that had this really good song with this, you know, like, awesome rap verse in it and stuff and it just like i don't know it 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 took me in watching mtv it it, you know it's hell or something watching mtv but i mean i was i don't know it's cool well clint eastwood is a very different track from really the rest of that album it It sounds a lot more like something you would have heard on demon days i thought it was demon days until we did this yeah yeah that's the first song uh, i heard by gorillas too that's the most nostalgic gorilla song for me. I think that most people probably started off hearing that song, I would say. The only other option would be Feel Good Ink. Yeah, I think that a lot of people probably know Feel Good Ink, but have never heard Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I would, that's what I, I think. Yeah, that's because it blew too. up so much. Yeah, it did. 
I would also say that some people might have heard both, but don't know that the two are associated. See, yeah. that's the thing is oh. that like so when Feel Good Inc. plays in an elevator or at a baseball game or something in an elevator, I don't elevator. sometimes sometimes it's elevator music. Some, but okay. Well, you know what? It's I've full. Been, it's, it's a piano version. Mm, ooh, I don't think that when you hear song a song that is so popular like that, I don't think people immediately think, "Hey, that's the Gorillas." I don't, yeah, I don't know either. Like, I don't, I don't and then when you don't think of that, then you don't think these are cartoon people created by, the, you know, like, yeah. when you don't know, you just know the song because it was a top, I don't even know what it, what it got to, top 10 at least, I'd say, probably. While you look it up, I think the interesting thing, because this is a question that I thought of, is th- what do you think about the fact that really musically, they don't incorporate much of, like, a story to it so there's like a huge backstory to all the gorillas that you could theoretically dig into if you wanted to but you don't have to because it's not in it doesn't have anything to do with the music would you like to see more of like a story like developed into the music or do you like do you like having the two kind of separate from each other i guess i feel like the first album had more to do with the music than any of them Mm -hmm. i feel like they've moved away from it yeah. Like, even in his voice, he put on more of a character in the first one. Mm. Yeah. I could see that. I don't think the last few albums, they've really gotten a whole lot into the story of, like, the cartoon stuff. Right. The cartoon that stuff. I, that I, I don't know, that I've, like, been able to... Although, um, a thing that Mr. Dax would love to talk about is at the... Actually, okay, so I'll tell you guys this. Feel Good 8 got to number 14 in the U.S. Hot 100 charts. Very wow. cool. You guys have been waiting too long to hear that, so yeah, I just want to get, They were getting stressed. They were, they were At sweating. The, the character Murdoch mm-hmm. in The Gorillas. The bass player? He was, his appearance and personality were based on that of a young Keith Richards. No! That's not surprising at all. Nope. No, Should we, tell, let's let's ever, talk really briefly about just the history of the characters. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know how familiar you guys are. But have you seen four, any of the fake interviews? Oh, yeah, of course. So, I mean, Mur- uh, that's completely clear of Murdoch's character. Absolutely. He sucks. So, there's four <laughs> There's four main characters to the story. You have 2D, you have Russell, you have Murdoch, you have Noodle. 2D is the lead singer who is essentially, like, not the slave, but he, like, is very much under Murdoch. Murdoch is, like, the mastermind of right. it, and yep. he's using 2D. He ran into 2D literally with his car, and he knocked out his eye, and he... Yeah, and that's why he has those those black eyes. Yep. That was only one of his eyes. The other one happened in another instance, but I don't remember exactly what happened with the second eye. But that's why his eyes are black. And then they got Noodle in the mail. Not a robot yet, oh. by the way. Because I remember earlier Dax asked me if Noodle was a robot. Noodle is a secret spy from Japan. Like a like a super soldier of some kind, mm-hmm. yeah. and then Russell is the drummer, and Russell is the one I talked about where he is like haunted by the ghosts of his friends who got killed in a shooting, and so those are your four characters. Later, Noodle is replaced by a robot, and Russell becomes giant. Oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so that like there's there's like four different phases. Where you have like the first phase where they're meeting and then they make the first album and then they like they inherit this like they have the inherited house that they're living in which you can see in the background in Clint Eastwood and then they get um, the well, I don't remember the name of the house in the second like 
Plastic Beach? No, that's that third. Oh. That's third third yeah. is Plastic third Beach. Is. That's when they find Plastic Beach. Oh, the studio. The one. studio, yes. The oh, studio that they the have in, se- in the second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't remember the name of it. It's fine. But there's like a, a huge story from one through four, and like that's all the way through each one of their albums. It's like a new storyline that's being developed. And there's so much to it. But it's not like it matters to the music. It matters a little bit to the music videos. You can the, some of the story right. is developed. So like that was why their um, noodle was replaced with a robot was because they thought she was dead because of the El Manana attack that happens after Feel Good Inc. You can see Noodle playing the little ukulele thing mm-hmm. during the Feel Good Inc. video, mm-hmm. and then if you watch El Manana, the music video, it's like shot down by helicopters, and then the the island that she's sitting on that's like floating in the air falls into this like canyon and like yeah there's a ton of stuff to it you're missing a little bit what am i missing please at the 2018 brit awards murdoch was incarcerated yes oh yeah we're he was not involved in the gorilla sixth album the now now right and was temporarily replaced by ace the leader of the gangrene gang from the powerpuff girls (laughs) oh my god did you know that that's pretty good that's real all that's real I listened to a bit, of, a little bit of an interview with Damon, and he, they were talking to him about. It. He's like, "Yeah, we got Ace from the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. We got him. It was tough. It was tough, but we, we did got it. Him. We did it." That Gorillas goes back made to a cameo in the Powerpuff Girls. What? The Gorillas made a cameo in the Powerpuff Girls. There's, they're holding up a newspaper, and it has an ad for the Gorillas. Yep. Exciting. It goes stuff. way back. Man. It's true. Didn't they perform live with puppets at one point? They, they had or like did they do actual? It was holograms. holograms. That's yeah, what it was. Holograms. I couldn't remember. I knew they did something. I can't remember if tell. it was. A hol- I, I was actually looking it up. It looks like it may have just been a screen. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, they like performed in front of a screen, mm-hmm. and they are in front of the screen, like uh, like all silhouetted. Mm-hmm. So you can see there are people there playing, but you can only really see the screen. I see. That I makes sense. I feel like they did holograms too, but I, I can't find any proof of that. I re- I specifically remember at one point. There I think being they did during like versions of it. During like, like um yeah, like an VMAs MTV VMA something. yeah something yeah. like that yeah. yeah. I remember that yeah. This says although not released under the Gorillaz name, Alburn has said that one of the first ever Gorillaz tunes was Blur's 1997 single "On Your Own," which was released on their fifth studio album, Blur. Blur. Yeah, so we didn't get very far. Which is the same that song two is on, by the way. Woo-hoo. So figure that one out. Figure that one out. So we didn't get very far. So Tyler, you prefer Gorillas? Yeah, I like Gorilla. I like Demon Days too. It's my number two. But I just I think what it was is I I've heard Clint Eastwood first. I didn't hear much of that album, and then right. I heard Demon Days later on. And I went back and bought Gorillas and listened to it. And I'm like, well, this is. Then I just like it more. It's it's a, a very different sound, and each one of their albums really has a distinctly different sound, which is why I want to go through the albums a little bit more than we usually do, because we did listen to all of the albums, because why not? Mm. So Demon Days is a lot darker in a lot of ways, but mm-hmm. still has those pop elements, it's, it's but it's losing already the hip-hop, trip-hop, dub sounds that you kind of hear on Gorillaz. They're there, but they're not as present in a lot of ways. There's a lot of also, like, alternative rock indie rock kind of elements that are on there as well and then you go to plastic beach and it's like 
just a pop. It's like an electro pop album. Yeah, it is. It's, it's good. Really it's a good odd. album. So yeah, yeah, I was gonna it's, ask. It's different. Did people like Plastic Beach? Because yeah, that like album it. is really, really well received. Mm-hmm. My favorite song's on Plastic Beach. Is it? It is. What? Well, here we are. I thought it was gonna be that other song. No, it's on Melancholy Hill. I thought that it's a great you were, song. Hold on a minute here. You told me that your favorite song was Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head. That's a really close second. Featuring Dennis Hopper. It's weird. It's real weird. I, l- I used to love that one. We could listen to both of them if well, you Well, why to. don't we? So which one? Let's like, start let's with start my with, actual start, favorite. No, let's, let's start. I want to start chronologically. chronologically. I'm okay. going chronologically. Okay. See ya. Once upon a time at the foot of a great mountain... There was a town where the people known as happy folk lived. Their very existence a mystery to the rest of the world, obscured as it was by great clouds. Here they played out their peaceful lives, innocent of the litany of excess and violence that was growing in the world below. To live in harmony with the spirit of the mountain called Mon- It's a really interesting story all the way through. It's yeah. like three minutes long. And just yeah. the full story. There's only a little bit of Damon Albarn singing. It's yeah. it's so weird. It's a really odd it. track. It's uh, oh man, it reminded me of another uh song, and I can't now I can't remember what it is. Well, while you think about, it, let's play a little bit on Melancholy. All Hill. right. Up on Melancholy Hill, there's a plastic tree. Are you here with me? Just looking out on the day. It's real pleasant. It is. It's a real interesting story to how they came up with that album, too. Yeah. Uh, Damon was walking on a beach, and there's just a bunch of washed up plastic. Plastic beach. It pissed him off. He was like, this is dumb. And so he made this album. That's what I I always assumed, actually. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's pretty. It's pretty... It's also inspired by the the mound of trash somewhere in the ocean. Yeah, yeah it's an know, island. Island, it's yeah. An entire island of garbage. Thanks, everyone. Yeah, America and the rest of us, I guess. Probably mostly America. Well, I really like the De La Soul one on that one. Super fast jellyfish. It's oh, really yeah. weird. It's really weird. But yeah, Jer, what are your thoughts on Plastic Beach? Did you like it? I could see you not liking it, but I could see you also liking it. So I don't know. It was all right. I don't have anything that like sticks out that I was like. Uh, that I loved from it necessarily. I did yeah. like that song. That song's good. And I liked it listening to it just now. That's pretty good. Yeah. I don't really have anything. Nothing. Oh, I did like um, some kind of nature featuring mm-hmm. Lou Reed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Most famous good. for his album with Metallica Lulu. Oh my God. I love that album. It's so good. That's what you're going to say. He's most famous for. Have you listened to it? <laughs> I knew it would make you mad. So I said it. It's... I'm not dignifying you with a response, Dax. No, I haven't. It's so bad. It's, it's real great. Bad. So how the about Metallica one is? Yeah, Ooh. it's one of the worst things I've ever what heard. What is in that my song life? that people like by uh, uh, Walk? Something about walking. Uh, what's that song called? Blister Ooh. in the sun. No, that's the. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, what? What is that song? You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I just don't want to talk about this. <laughs> oh, looks like you have to. Because I want to know what it's we're talking about. Walk on about. the wild side. Yeah, walk oh, on the wild side. You're talking about Lou Reed. Yeah. Well, why? Yeah. This one. It's on Transformer. Great album. Transformer is a This is a hip hop sample. By whom? You don't remember? It's Tribe Build Quest. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Future alum of Can I kick it? Holly from Miami, FLA. 
Lou Reed was on a Gorillaz album, so you can't say it doesn't. I know, true. and that's the thing that makes me mad. Why? <laughs> you... I love Lou Reed. So let's talk about the fall. I, said, I wanna be a thing. I hated like the fall. Louis. Yeah, I think most people hated the fall. Well, I, I like didn't, it. Right? I didn't hate it actually. I started it. It's fine. I didn't finish the whole thing. I'll oh, be you honest didn't? with you guys. You were I listened like, no, to about the first five songs. Which and I one? Said, can we clarify which one was actually released trash. first? Yeah, it was Plastic Beach and then Fall. We know that for sure. Yes, because the fall sounds like it would be a precursor to Plastic Beach. Uh so Plastic Beach came out on March 9th of 2010, and the fall came out on December 25th, 2010. Mm. Merry Christmas, all. Mm. Maybe I like Seattle like Yodel. It's a really odd. It's like it's got like ambient electronic elements to it, and it's it it's a very very odd like follow up to Plastic Beach, which is a very like poppy album. You would think that there because again, all their albums are so different from each other. It's almost hard to keep up with like how many different sounds they've had on their albums. You can tell he's just doing stuff. He's just trying things. I think, yeah, it's 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 his toy yeah, that's box. That's what it's about. Yeah, I it's imagine his he got musical toy box. Yeah. I imagine he got bored at Blur. Yeah, and, and, and he. Well, like, I don't think so. I don't think so. Maybe the I later the later Blur albums start. You know, from really from the self titled, even though it has song two, even though it has song two on it, mm-hmm. self titled thirteen and Think Tank are all moving closer towards this like the influences that he used in Gorillas. Hmm. So I just think it's a shift, and they're just like, okay, when he just want to do something else on his own. It's not like he didn't have the room to do that. When did uh, the gorilla start? Like 98. in the discography of Blur, like what? Because he was still in Blur when he was ninety seven. Self title right? was released in ninety seven, and ninety eight was the formation of Gorillas. Although the self title wasn't released till two thousand, two thousand one, two thousand one. So, uh, when was the? Well, when was Think Tank out? Uh, 2003. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yeah. So there you go. In between 13 and two, and Think Tank. Yeah, because they did they did Gorillas, and then while he was recording with Blur, um, what's his what's the guy's name? The second collaborator on Gorillas. Uh, Jamie Hewlett. Jamie Hewlett. Jamie Hewlett was working on the movie that got scrapped by the time that Damon Albarn came back. So, will we ever see a Gorillas movie? Who knows? Well, they did put out a movie, sort of. What this the this like bananas? It's like it's like a documentary, like behind the scenes type. Yeah, yeah. is that when they did the MTV Cribs thing? Probably. Hey, that was. <laughs> did you see that? Jared? The Murdoch MTV Cribs. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Where Murdoch is walking out yeah. of the studio. Also, their website was super interesting. There was oh, yeah. so much on their website when I was like growing up. I'd check it all the time because I always wondered if they'd be like doing something different with it. It was yeah. cool. I, I vaguely remember getting on there too. Yeah. Anyways, humans. Humans. Humans is bad. I like humans. I, I like um, it. It's too. It's kind of bloated, but I really like the features that are on there. The Vince Staples Ascension song is really good. Yes. The submission with Danny Brown. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, really? Danny, Danny Brown. Danny Brown is really I good. Love Danny De La Brown. Soul. De La Soul. Everybody likes De La Soul. Yeah. Drum is good. I like drum. And then I have my favorite Kelly song. Uches. My favorite song from that is Hallelujah, Hallelujah Money. Money featuring Benjamin Clementine. Yeah, that's a, a good one. He's a beautiful man. Hallelujah he's got Money a, is a good. real weird song about fishes and something. He yeah. Benjamin Clementine has a, such an interesting voice. I actually really really appreciate his music. I've liked him for not too long, but ever since I've like heard of him from Hallelujah Money, I believe was like the first time I heard him. I started following him more and like his albums are actually really good. 
fun fact. He was pretty unknown before this, right? Yes. Like, this is oh, when yeah. he started to get... Yes. I thought so. He, I mean, he's still pretty much unknown. I think people recognized him from Hallelujah Money for a minute, and now he's kind of fallen off the map again. Uh-huh. But uh, his album, I Tell a Fly, came out in 2017, and it was really good. One Awkward Fish is a song I like. You want to play a little bit of One Awkward Fish? No, you don't fish? have to. Okay. But I do think we should do Breaking Benjamin Clementine. Hey. Breaking Benjamin Clementine, I'm in for. I'm for down sure. for that. For sure, I'm in for good that. Good band, bad band, everybody. Go check it out. Go check out Good Band, Bad Band. Uh, yeah, I feel like th- it, this is the album that was deliberately, they could not have done it without the features. where Because this one was more of like a like a dance electronic album, which is like, I, I, I just don't think that by nature that genre is going to come out with a really good album. No, but there are good songs on it. Like I, I think it's like a it's a very book ended album where Ascension is a really really good song, and Hallelujah Money is a really good song. I'm kind of ignoring We Got the Power on this book end theory, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything else in the middle I could just get by without. There's nothing like super phenomenal about it. Not I don't really. know. And then we go into, of course, the Now Now, which is their most recent album. And I actually like, I liked it definitely better than Humans. Yeah, me too. It's got more like of an acoustic feel to it. And I think storyline wise is because 2D was able to do something different with his music after Murdoch was in jail. And so that's a little bit of blending the characters into the music. So yeah. Just throwing that out there. I think it was better too. Snoop Dogg's on there. Snoop Lions. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, I don't think so. He's also what else? He was on another one too. Yeah, Snoop Dogg was on Humans and on Now Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. And 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 yeah. Hold on. He was on that Run the Jewel. And 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 is he on a Blur song? No. <laughs> Had a Plastic Beach. Welcome to the world of Plastic oh, Beach. Of course, maybe uh, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe Snoop Dogg wasn't on Humans. humans. I don't think was it was. He was on beach. Welcome to the World of Plastic. Yeah, beach. that's what I'm thinking of. I was thinking of Plastic Beach and not thinking of Humans. My bad. I make mistakes too sometimes. Tyler, you never said your favorite song. We got through all the albums. And you never brought it up. Well, I was waiting for the right time. Mine's from the first one. And well, that would have been when you would have brought it up, you big yeah, goober. Yeah, I know, but I didn't. I done didn't. That's okay. Soundcheck Gravity is a good one. That's one. Of, that's one of the ones where I was like, damn. That's why I really. That's one of the ones where I was like, man, I really like this first album. But yeah. I think it's really between that and Slow Country, and I think I want you to play Slow Country. Okay, Slow Country, it is. definitely get a very distinct difference off of their first album listening to any song from like 
their later albums, you can feel a very big difference. And it, it has a lot to do with just the fact that he had so many different elements he wanted to play with on that first album because that was his first instance of being able to be on the Gorillaz project. But real. There's lots of... That one's fun. There's Dove in there and other things. Yeah. Poppy I, bits. I don't remember who produced the first album, but I know that after... Let's see. Is it Nakamura? Mr. Uh, Mr. Yeah, Dan- it's Nakamura. Mr. Danger Mouse did Demon Days. That's what I was going to bring up. That was what I was on the Mr. way to Mr. Narles Barkley. Mr. That- MF Doom. Na- Nakamura was on as the producer on the first album, and then he switched to Danger Mouse, which was what you would see a big difference from is having just different producers. So I don't know who like produced albums going forward, but I think it's interesting because like this was his first instance like doing any kind of music in this, and I think it's really good. But I think that like a lot of people early on were like, "You don't know what you're doing." Like they like there was a lot of people who were like, it, "Like this isn't your sound at all." It, they thought it was like like bad trip hop, I guess. Yeah, so. they did because they're looking at Blur and they didn't listen well and. Cause, Listen, the other thing you have to understand about Damon Auburn is in America, people don't know Blur as much. Right. Yeah, okay, so let me I got let me preface this brief as briefly with a with a minor anecdotal background. What? <laughs> anecdotal background. Slow down, yeah. sir. Oh in Slow England down. in England, there's a big rivalry between Oasis and Blur. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And Oasis wins in the US and Blur and is and Blur doesn't really win in the UK, but Blur is like definitely well well known and renowned in the UK. Not over here, not as much. And Oasis no. is it? We've got Song Two basically, right. and that's the problem. Is Song like Blur? If you listen to any other Blur, it doesn't sound like Song Two. Park Life, the whole album doesn't sound like that. Their initial albums don't sound like that, you know. But what we know is Song Two, which is also I'm going to go ahead and say just how sad this is. So we've got Ghost Ship, 20 million listens, Tinder, 24 million listens, Coffee and TV, 41 million, Girls and Boys, 62 million, Song 2, 269 million yeah, listens. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy how well, that's of a not- difference it is. And that's, I mean, that comes down to the influence of like the U.S. in terms of listen, like popularity. Listen, yes. Spotify is all over the world, not just U.S. I know, but what I'm saying is, yeah, is but that we know- our influence on what is listened to right is huge but we know that but we know that that song is huge over here and the irony of it is fun anyway so when people over here see gorillas and they're like well and if they even find a connection between that and they realize that's who it is then they're just like well that that doesn't make any sense right Right? because they just think that he song two guy they think that blur is 90s alternative uh rock yeah they just think it's like late grunge and it's not right it's not so, it's oasis but worse all right oasis, blair, but worse. blair is better shut your mouth what and what's Tyler, funny too hold is on a, a lot of people don't know the connection most i would say i, I would say almost nobody knows the fact that gorillas is just one guy doing music and then no. is produce is working with producers is working with featured artists and it's really his project Along with, of course, the artist doing all of the, the the fun cartoon stuff. But musically, it's really just Damon Albarn. And most right. people would be like, "This is a full band." Like, yeah, they would. I it was funny. I watched a, a Watch Mojo 
video mm. and they were talking about the 10 best gorilla songs and they're like yeah i really we really like 2d's vocals on this one song i'm like dude stop it listen watch mojo i, I know mojo. i know you know better it's not a cartoon character's voice you know there's a real person behind that voice it's not mel blanc oh <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know well when people th- when people realize there's a connection i think they get confused yeah i think so too I think so. And too. I think that can lead to discrediting. Tyler, don't look back in anger. About what? What I said about Oasis. I'm not, Blur. A- I'm not angry. You're just wrong. <laughs> I like that we have That's two, an Oasis two instances where <laughs> I got you. You don't even know it. We have two instances where Tyler has gotten upset with somebody that he disagrees I'm not, with. He's not I'm allowed not to come upset. back and, I'm not and upset be with us anymore. with Jared at all. But Everyone, tell me that most, you are upset people, with Dax. I about am this. upset with Dax. <laughs> But I am not upset. Oh my God. I me, don't know if I would. Clarify. I don't know if I would say. I mean, probably Oasis better than Blur, just like based on. Yeah, that's, I don't think that's a popular. The Blur, opinion, anything so. the Blur has ever done, has gotten to the point of Wonderwall. Wonderwall, it transcends what you know British music coming yeah. to the U.S. I mean, we we hadn't seen anything like that since the Beatles with that song, in here, my opinion. But that's because no one listened to Blur over here. That's what I'm That's saying. That's the whole point, though, of what I am saying. Blur. It didn't. takes one place to blow a bunch of stuff up for Oasis, and then no one listens. But in, uh, what I'm telling you is, like, if people listen to Blur, that could easily happen with Blur. All right. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. You better play Park Life after this. Anyway, brother, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Play Park Life just the beginning. We gotta get it. We gotta get the even. Oh no! Come on, man. Well, you done it, Dax. Now I'm super pissed. Play song two instead. <laughs> Don't. Oh, I'll, I'm about to get up and leave. All right. I'll do. Thank you. Some you quality better? Brit pop. Right. That's true. I wanna. I wanna close on this thought. Mm-hmm. Will you take it back, Dax? Will I take what back? That they're a fake band. After they... our conversation, will you will you say after the the entirety of our podcast, <laughs> will you say that we have changed your mind? Uh, they are a virtual band. Thank you. That is all I yes. needed to hear. I won't say, say whether or not that the virtual band As means lo- something different oh, than man. fake band, but that's, I will only fine. call them a virtual band from now on. You Thank must. You, so you must recant. <laughs> you must. <laughs> He, I mean, he can't he, re- recant. <laughs> I want to, for the record, I'm not mad at Jared. I'm mad at Dax, and I'm not mad at Cody. All right, cool. What about me? I'm not mad at you. For the Good. record roundtable. Hey. That should for be your re- segment. Ooh, for the record roundtable, I want to let you know. That's good. Blurs Every time better. we have to like go back on to something we say something. in another episode. For the record, roundtable. We okay, yeah. so let's go back on the Strokes episode really quickly where you two got really upset with each other over if rock music should be popular. Can we, for the record, roundtable, clear up the, the heat? For the, for the record... <laughs> uh... For the record, roundtable, I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> I think I think that that means I win. Yeah. Oh. Now, for the record, roundtable, I'm still strong in my convictions. I just don't recall them. <laughs> do we? Do we have any other closing? Why don't, really? How about you play a clip from that episode? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no. What do we close? Is that on? is that out? Oh, I know is that out? Now. That episode out? No. Ah, oh, dang. Okay.
Not for a minute. Thank you. Maybe you should pay attention to your podcast sometime. Uh, for the record round table, I don't... I don't <laughs> You're going to keep doing this now. I don't like the sound of my own voice. Let's close. <laughs> this is over. Yeah. Go listen to the Buff Corral video. No, you suck. Hey, he fit it in. So mad at you. Thanks for listening to Record Roundtable. We've been talking about gorillas. Next week, we're talking about My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, My Chemical Romance. Get that emo boy up in here. YouTube.com slash Buff Corral. <laughs> I'm not linking to that. I am. I control this. So long, everybody.